This episode, Ukraine, Russia, Putin, Biden, some reactions from the right, some reactions from the left, and the stupidity of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Hi, I'm your host, Ed Gatins. Join us as we fall back to the keep, hold the center, and guard against the predations of the far right and the radical left. This is Raging Centrist. Just to jump right into Russia and Ukraine. There have been a multitude of stories, enough to fill volumes by this time, and it's only been a short duration, just a few days. There has been Snake Island, where Ukrainian forces gave the big old middle finger to Russia, and it was rumored that they had been killed. It has also been rumored that they have been taken captive. In either case, they are heroes. There's also the ghost of Kiev shooting down fighter planes of the Russians over Ukrainian airspace. It's been very difficult to suss through some of the messaging here. We had Trump um, talking about how intelligent Putin is and how stupid our leaders are. That's not an appropriate response. It's just not. Putin is smart. He's a formidable foe and he needs to be taken very seriously. But to call our leader stupid is just not, it's not the way that it should be done. Okay, don't call down your own side. What we need is a little solidarity here. And we need to come up with a fail-safe plan or at least a good plan moving forward to address the violence that's happening in Ukraine. And it may or may not involve just the sanctions. Now, we are sending through some weapons. The sanctions, Biden said, are going to take about 30 days until we see whether they are effective or not. And in my opinion, I think that's just too late. By then, the Ukrainian people and the mass displacement of Ukrainians because of this conflict will have reached such a height that it will be a humanitarian crisis. Um, Already you're seeing multitudes of Ukrainians exiting the borders, trying to find safety for their families. And you're also seeing incredible heroicism by everyday people who are going to the back sometimes of a minivan or a delivery van and picking up weapons to defend their neighborhoods. True heroicism. Also, the bombing the bombing in Kharkiv just today was absolutely atrocious. There is no reason for that. And that's while Zelensky and Putin had delegates talking. Now, they started a dialogue, but that doesn't mean they've come to any agreement so far of how to stop the violence. What needs to happen is we need to de-escalate this. And also, for Republicans out there, please do not side with Putin. Putin is just a, he's a monster. This is an ex-KGB operative who is now the president of Russia and he has been in power for so long I think that he has really radicalized himself. He's only surrounded himself by yes people and a very, very small group that essentially will not betray him. So as far as Putin is concerned, he's just in a feedback loop. He's got to be a bunch of people around him saying, you can do no wrong. And that's not good for anybody. 
It doesn't make good music videos for artists to do that, and it doesn't make good products for companies that are trying to get something out to their to their base, and it doesn't make for good politics, and it certainly doesn't make good for war policies, okay? Bad. Bad Putin. Okay, now some of the responses. Joy Behart really did a, a bonehead move saying that this humanitarian crisis and war could take away her trip to Italy that she had been planning for several years. First it was COVID and then it was this, my goodness, this woman, please, there should be a voting system to take this woman off of television. That's just not an appropriate response. I mean, what is it all about you? That's what it's about? Okay, and moving on. Anna Lynn McCord wrote an absolutely cringeworthy poem. You know, Putin, if I were your mother. Oh my goodness, it's so bad. It's, oh. But, of course, a whole bunch of right commentators jumped on this. And it was just a heyday for them because it was so cringy. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? We're also getting a lot of propaganda from all sides. And I think that big tech really needs to step in in some way, although I am not for regulating, but there there has to be something in place so that you kind of know the source of what you're getting. Not that this is misinformation or you need a blue check system to go through and view the videos because we've seen in other areas of our modern experiences that that has not gone well but i don't know exactly what the solution could be but i do know a partial solution would be to know where that information is coming from so if that can be traced in some way that would be a big help because then you know if you're getting propaganda and from which side it's coming The ruble lost 30% of its value. So people in Russia are going to be really pinched to move forward economically and just sustain their families. This is part of the sanctions where it's supposed that the Russian people will be able to apply pressure to Putin to stop this nonsense. In my opinion, I don't think that's going to work. You're talking about a man who has taken a billion dollars from his people to build an underground bunker expressly for him, expressly for him and maybe a few other people or whoever he invites. And those would all be yes people in his inner circle, just creating that feedback loop again. This, this fella does not care about his own people. He really doesn't. Um, Russia holds 600 billion in reserve in foreign currency. And there are moves to take Russia off of SWIFT, which is the banking system that they use. And this could deter military action, but I don't believe that that's going to work. As we speak now, there is a massive convoy of military units being moved toward Ukraine from Russia. And it just looks like it's going to escalate even further. How this, how we got to this point, 
there are so many on the right that say that our withdrawal from Afghanistan, which was an absolute debacle, let's not mince words about it, it was terrible, on multiple fronts, Biden did not listen to anybody. He said, I need to get these troops out of here and I'm going to do anything I can. We lost Bagram Air Force Base, which could have been a uh, critical stronghold for us moving in and out resources to that area and getting people out if need be. And we did need it. Uh, That didn't happen. And that signaled to Russia, a lot are on the right are saying that signaled to Russia that hey, we have a weak administration, let's go, it's time to go into Ukraine. That is partially true, but we cannot know the full motivations of Putin. This guy has been planning this for an awfully long time. Went into Georgia, was repelled by George Bush, took Crimea under the Obama administration, and now... We're here at 2022. He's going into Ukraine. There's a lot of people that say, well, he didn't do anything under Trump. Well, that's true, but maybe it wasn't the right time for him. He didn't feel like it was the right time. I've also heard people say that Trump was an unknown unknown. It wasn't known how he would react to that. And that's what staved Putin off. That's all conjecture. You don't know that. That can't be known. His motivations are his alone, but we do know what his actions are. And his actions are constantly trying to bite off and take back pieces or to take new pieces to add to Russia. Now, he doesn't want Ukraine to be a NATO member. It is the North American Trade Organization, which is, you know, which really serves America. And that's understandable, but he also has other countries on his border, weaker nations in terms of GDP and political power, but they are also NATO members. So if that's the reasoning that you don't want Ukraine to be a NATO member, fine. I can kind of understand how in his position he would not want that, but you already have people on your border that are NATO members. There was a large bomb set off just a couple hours ago, and I don't have all the information, but it looks like it was a thermobaric bomb. Those are, those are very destructive, very big, taking out multiple um, large-scale areas and obviously civilians. The humanitarian crisis with this is growing. Um, And ultimately, it was suggested that Putin wanted a peaceful occupation of Ukraine, but there could be no peaceful occupation. The Ukrainians do not want to be occupied. They do not want to be Russians. That's just the end of the story. And Zelensky, my goodness, for a comedian, that guy's, he's doing a good job. He's been thrust into a situation that's really dangerous, and he has been staying there, and he said... You know, when America offered to get him out of the area, he just plainly stated, I don't need a ride. I need ammunition. He's telling us what he needs. Are we going to come to the aid of Ukraine in the manner that they need aid? I think that that's important. So I've said a lot about it. That's okay. I do want to move on to Marjorie Taylor Greene. She spoke at AFP. 
PAC, which is a right-wing event. There's no other way to say it. It's, it's just appalling that she was there. And then when she was questioned about it, what she had to say was, well, I didn't know. Well, look, you can't feign ignorance, okay? You just can't. If you're going to speak on the same stage as these right-wing racists, okay, you need to take responsibility for that. You have a group of people that surround you that can gather some information. And it's just a travesty that she's done this, and now she's thwarting responsibility. Look, if you mess up, fess up. That's all there is to it. Move forward. Take your lumps with some dignity and move forward. But I don't think she wants to take any lumps at all because in her mind, she didn't do anything wrong. Well, she did. That's all there is to it. Okay? That should not be tolerated. We need to move toward a more inclusive representation of America. If we're going to truly come together, everybody has to have a seat at that table and they have to be respected, not agreed with. They have to be respected and be able to voice their grievances. I'm your host, Ed Gatins. Thank you for joining me for Raging Centrist, where we fall back to the keep, hold the center, and guard against the predations of the far right and the radical left. I'll see you next week to discuss some more topics.